Welcome to 15 Minutes with Charlie. I'm your host, Charlie Meacham. I want to help you become a better speaker and writer, and I've always found anecdotes to be a very useful tool. In each episode, I read the guests some anecdotes from my newly published book, Total Anecdotal, and then I simply ask their reaction. I hope you'll enjoy their stories and insights. On today's show, you get to hear from Tim Schickel. Tim is the consummate entrepreneur. He has founded and nurtured a number of startup companies, including Refinery Ventures and Share This. He's involved in scores of companies and organizations that encourage and fund entrepreneurship. He's a graduate of Case Western Reserve and got his degree, interestingly enough, in electrical engineering. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Tim. So, Tim, welcome. Thank you. Under the heading in the book of arrogance. And Mark Twain was once quoted as saying, it ain't what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. So I wonder if you've experienced that with with people that you've worked with who are sure are so sure of something that turns out simply not to be the case. Yeah. Uh, well, there, there's probably no industry or vocation that proves that more to be true than venture capital. The moment you think you know something or have it figured out, the world finds a way to teach you a lesson. I like to say, you know, companies can succeed for a lot of different reasons and they can also fail for a lot of different reasons. And, um, uh, you, you learn over time that, uh, the moment you think you've got something figured out is the moment you're going to get, you're going to get whacked. <laughs> you're going to get it upside the head or surprised. Uh, I'm reminded of it every day. Good. So am I. <laughs> this next one is under the category of glibness. And it's a one-liner, or two-liner, I guess. He manages like a balloonist. He thinks hot air will take him a long way. <laughs> I'm sure you and I have both experienced that kind of a of a, of a person or uh, individual. Uh, and I certainly agree that uh, uh, you need to identify those people quickly and deal with it. But I'd like your thoughts. Yeah, you, you really see it play out again with the, the venture context in uh, board meetings. Yeah. And there's uh, oftentimes, not always, but many times, uh, those board members or potential investors who, who sort of want to um, hear themselves talk, uh, right. who tend to dominate the conversation, who aren't necessarily uh, listening. I tend to sit back and, and just kind of observe early on and understand um, kind of what, what role people are playing in that regard. And, and ultimately, you're there, you know, trying to be helpful and thoughtful for, you know, for the CEO, right. for the manager of the company. And, um, you know, just like a good coach, you often can be more helpful by listening right? Uh, in, right. instead of uh, sort of mouthing off or, or, you know, maybe worse, the armchair quarterback routine. You know, right. For a lot of companies, right. you may you, you fly in, you fly out, you come right. to a board meeting. You, know, you really only have this interaction four or six times a year for a very right. brief period of time. And so how can you know anything? You know, you, you, <laughs> you, know, you, you really need to, right. to listen and to understand and spend 
90% of your time just making sure you understand their context because uh, the worst thing in the world for the entrepreneur or the CEO is to get someone who goes on and on about their thoughts and their ideas, but they don't really understand their particular right, situation. Right. I am also reminded of a, a line that I once heard that I never learned anything while I was talking. Exactly. <laughs> That's important for all of us to, to remember. Uh, listening is far more productive. This next one is under the category of intelligence in, in uh, Total Anecdotal. And it's the story of a former law partner of mine back in Cincinnati who had just uh, taken the deposition of a very prominent figure in a very prominent case. And uh, this individual had quite a history of achievement. Uh, but in this case, there was some question as to his uh, bona fides. So I asked my friend after the deposition, I said, how did it go? And I've never forgotten his answer. He said, dumbest smart man I ever saw. And I've always thought about that. And I'm sure you've run into uh, some of these dumbest smart men. Absolutely. And it's, uh, I think it's, um, you know, really interesting when you're dealing with a lot of entrepreneurs, which I do, uh, because you need to, you need to project confidence and you need to have confidence. And oftentimes I think it's one reason why sometimes the, um, younger entrepreneurs, uh, uh, perhaps do better is because, um, or, or do well because they're very optimistic view of the future, but just, naive enough to not know any better. Right. Right. So, <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so you, you come across uh, folks that, um, that have that. And when you, the, the interesting part is trying to help coach them to understand where those, bl- where those blind spots are. Right. Um, the, uh, you know, there, there are some folks that do well with, and maybe get to a certain stage in life uh, where they seem successful, I think superficially, I can think of uh, people like this that uh, where names and stature mean a lot, and you get pretty bored with those folks yeah. <laughs> pretty early on. And I don't want to throw anybody specific under the bus, but um, the I think what I found is the folks that are truly successful or had truly been leaders and, and built great organizations with great people are the ones that are more uh, underspoken. And, and reserved right. in that regard and uh, absolutely do not have to be the smartest person in the world. <laughs> Very good. This next one is under the heading of optimism and pessimism. And it's one of many great Winston Churchill quotes. He said, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. How would you uh, relate to that? <laughs> uh, well, that's all about learning. Right, learning and growth, <laughs> and uh, which is why you see the opportunity in the challenges. You know, with refinery, the line that I, I borrow from another author about leadership is: "All leaders face adversity, and exceptional leaders thrive in it." You don't back down from it; you recognize it for what it is. And and there there are times I remember when we were launching Share This, and I got this intimidating email or call from like Sheryl Sandberg at, at Facebook wanting to yeah. shut us down. 
<laughs> and and of course, my, my initial reaction was, you know, to be a little nervous. Sure. To be getting called out. And then I remember my wife saying, oh, you just moved up to the big boy table. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was right. You know, yeah, it totally yeah. changed my attitude. It's like, oh, well, I'm on your radar screen. Isn't that interesting? Take some pessimism so, and turn it into an opportunity. Yeah. So you yeah. got to learn. You, 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 you sort of got to settle into that and understand it for what it is and what and, and know that it's, it's a challenge just like any other challenge. And you'll likely learn from it. It may not be something exactly like you faced before, but it's it's probably pretty simil- similar. And I think over time you develop that muscle memory and, right. and strength right. to uh, take on the next one. Good. This next one is, is really one of my favorites. It's under the heading of passion, the importance of bringing passion to whatever task you uh, undertake. And it's a quote from a speech that Neil Simon made, a commencement speech some years ago. And here, I'll just read what he said. Whatever path you follow from the moment you take off those long black gowns, do it as though Gershwin had written music to underscore your every move. Romantic and idealistic, yes, but I can't think of anything worthwhile in life that was achieved without a great deal of desire to achieve it. Don't listen to those who say it's not done that way. Maybe it's not, but maybe you will. Don't listen to those who say you're taking too big a chance. If he didn't take a big chance, Michelangelo would have painted the 16th floor and it would certainly be rubbed out by the day. So uh, your thoughts on, on the importance of bringing passion to whatever you do. Yeah, actually, it reminds me of two different things. So first first of all, I just, and I just read a great book by uh, Dr. Ian McGilchrist called The Master and His Emissary about the, how the left and right brain works and why we have two halves of a brain. And the left half is much more cap- around categorization and numbers and control. And the right side is, is more creative. And the right is actually the master. And too much of our world, sometimes we fashion in a way that's very controllable and it loses the beauty when you, mm-hmm. you bring up the music. Yeah. And I think that's part of the important part, especially as a musician, is building a business and being a leader is not just the numbers. It's people and it's relationship. And it should be something closer to beauty in a song than it should be just the mechanics and the transactions. If it, if it's just the mechanics and transactions, it's lost its soul. It's like having a split brain personality. Right. right. Where you function, but you've lost your soul. Um, mm-hmm. and the second thing, you started with the word passion. <laughs> and I just referenced that in a talk that I did. I looked up the word, so I looked up the word passion because we're talking about entrepreneurs and passion, mm-hmm. courageousness and or courage. And people often associate that term with entrepreneurs. And, I looked at the origin, and the origin is actually Latin from Paseo, which was the suffering of Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what people uh, overlook is passion means sacrificing for others. Mm-hmm. It's not just yeah. enthusiasm. It's, it's way beyond enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's way beyond, I just think this is a good idea. Uh, because when you're serving others, you have to, it's less of yourself. And you're going to have to sacrifice yourself and you're going to have to have empathy for the others right. to do it right. Right. And so passion involves a level of sacrifice and empathy that um, uh, I think if you if you have it and you do it properly, uh, you are going to be you're going to be much more content as a person. and Your business will be much more successful. 
One more, this is under the category of rigidity. A home accident survey showed that 90% of accidents on staircases involved either the top or bottom stairs. This information was fed into a computer to analyze how accidents could be reduced, and the computer's answer was, remove the top and bottom steps. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, we can have a lot of data and still miss common common sense. Right? I, I think the um, you know, life is about life is about struggle and challenges and trade offs. You know, we don't live our world isn't fashioned in an Excel spreadsheet. Right. 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 And so it's it's not all black and white. It's not all binary. Uh, everything involves trade-offs or sacrifices right, at right. some level. And you have to understand what it really does. And when you, when you face the trade-offs, what you're really doing is testing your value system. Yeah. Yeah. Testing your principles. What's more important? Uh, in the case of the stairs, is it, <laughs> you know, is it, is it efficiency or is it safety? Right. Uh, right. It, you know, um, and, your value system will come through in the choice of that trade-off. Very good. I'm, I'm going to back up and, and ask one more because I like to ask each of uh, the folks that I talk with in these podcasts to reflect on this comment. In life, you will realize there's a role for everyone you meet. Some will test you, some will use you, some will love you, and some will teach you. But the ones who are truly important are the ones who bring out the best in you. They are the rare and amazing people who remind you why it's worth it. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's um, it, it brings up the question of why. Why why are you doing it? Why are you making the decisions that you are? Why is why is certain type of success important to you? And it causes you to self-reflect. My wife did this to me for my 40th birthday party. She, she would often ask, you know, what is success? And mm -hmm. she, she saw me out in the workplace chasing the dollar and mm -hmm. she's not necessarily motivated by the dollar. And so she prepared for me uh, without me knowing it. She reached out to all of my contacts, business contacts, personal contacts, family contacts, mm -hmm. and created a book about success. And in it were personal cards mm -hmm. and pictures from all those people Wow! about yeah. what impact I had on them mm -hmm. uh, as a person. And it was like reading something. It was like reading something from my own funeral. <laughs> um, so it was, it was terrible because it made me cry. Um, but that was the context. That was success. And that's right. all those relationships that, you know, made me who I was, but she specifically, but that, that, that exercise Good. Help pull yeah. out the best in me. That's good. That's good. Well, I uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, reading my book, and uh, I hope that others will as well. <laughs> I did. As you know, I've already used part of it. <laughs> That's it right. Me to improve my uh, public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> any any help I can give. Thanks a lot, Tim. It's very nice for you to take this time, and you've got a very distinguished record and and uh, career. And I know there's a lot more to come. So many thanks. Thanks for joining me for today's conversation. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, please visit totalanecdotal.co or search for 15 Minutes with Charlie in your podcasting app.
If you are enjoying the show, you should check out my book, Total Anecdotal, a fun guide to help you become a better speaker and writer. Learn more at totalanecdotal.co forward slash book. That's totalanecdotal.co forward slash book. Or it's available through Amazon or Barnes & Noble and perhaps your local bookstore. 